Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network, uh, Tuesday morning, the 14th of June. It's uh, my great pleasure now to welcome the Minister for Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry, uh, Senator Murray Watt, joining us for the first time on Rural Queensland today. Uh, Murray, good morning. Firstly, uh, congratulations. Um, I mean, firstly, to win government is, is a great thing for the Labor Party and they need to be congratulated. The people of Australia spoke and, and this is why we live in such a great country. But to be handed uh, a Ministry for Agriculture and Fisheries and Forestries, a terribly proud industry and one that I'm sure you'd be very honoured to represent. Absolutely, Ben, and really great to join you here. I look forward to speaking uh, to you regularly and to your listeners. Um, yeah, look, I'm incredibly honoured and excited to get to take on the role of Agriculture Minister in our country. Uh, as you say, it's just a vital industry, especially in our regions, um, and I think to take it on at the moment, it's a very interesting time because the sector overall is doing pretty well, but as you know, um, it's still facing a lot of really big challenges. So I'm really looking forward to the opportunity of working with farmers, with farm workers and all their representatives about how we tackle those changes and take the industry even further forward. The biggest um, thing that unfortunately um, our industry, and it's evolving and we're not, we make no mistakes that it's had its challenges. I'm going to get to that. But I mean, I was raised by a single mum in Sydney and went to boarding school and as an 18 year old went to the country and, and then I've cut my teeth in rural and regional Australia. And you don't have to be born and bred off a cattle station to understand the industry. The fact is that you know, y- your father was a dairy farmer. Um, mm. it- it's in your DNA. Though you didn't grow up on a cattle station, it still doesn't put you at a disadvantage of not understanding because you get this industry. Yeah, I think so, Ben. I mean, I've sort of grown up, you know, with the stories of farming. As you say, both sides of my family um, grew up on farms. My dad was a dairy farmer uh, on the Serena Range outside Mackay and they ran cattle and yep. then he was a cane cutter in the Mackay region as well and Mum's side of the family did a lot of dairying at times on the Darling Downs as well. Um, and it, it, farming goes back generations in our family, just as it does for so many families in Queensland, whether they still live in the country or the city. Uh, and I was thinking the other day, it's not only my family's experiences, but we would always have family friends coming in off the land down to Brisbane for hospital treatment sure. or to visit their family. And you'd hear the stories about, you know, whether it was a good season or a bad season, whether there was drought or whether there was floods and all the highs and lows of farming. So, yeah, look, I've all, I've said I'm not going to pretend to be a farmer. I don't think people like politicians who pretend to be something they're not. Uh, I am a city boy, let's, let's face it, but I've, as I say, I've got lots of farming in my blood and, and that's, I think, what's given me a real interest and passion for both the agriculture industry but also for rural and regional Australia. Yep. Um, and in my role as a senator, you know, if you're a senator, you represent the whole state. It's the whole state that's your electorate. And uh, because of that, I've spent a lot of time in regional Queensland. To be honest, probably more time in the regions than I do in Brisbane. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's again why I'm just really excited to take on this role because it's you know, I said to my dad the other day, he's 81 going on 82, and I said, you know, I bet when you were milking those cows at the age of 14, you didn't expect your son to be the agriculture minister. So <laughs> what do you reckon? That, it's a funny old world, isn't it? Yeah, no, he thought it was – he scratched his head, and, you know, to be honest, I think he was just trying to work it all out himself. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, look, they're obviously very proud, as, as any parent is, of their kids when they've you know, done done something good and, you know, hopefully I can really uh, honour them and all of my family history in the role. Murray, obviously a lawyer in your previous life and, and, and educated and we talk about that and, and then you transition 
you had um, deal obviously within the state government with the Labor Party and then obviously a senator at the federal level and now the Minister for Agriculture and Forestry and I should also say emergency management as well. But if we if we can just focus on the agricultural sector um, and, and look, there's no sugarcoating, you know, nationals and, and the LNP have different views and outlooks clearly to the Labor Party in the past traditionally, just around how uh-huh. it looks. There is some big, big challenges and, and – I, I do want to step through them and, and, and I understand that early in this role you've got to get your feet under the desk and obviously there's a lot of consultation and a lot of discussions got to have. But some of the big ones that it, it is around the work shortage in, in our workforce and I yep. understand and, and work visas. Um, David Littleproud and the, Coali- and the LNP and the National Party, they did a big job in trying to make it an easier pathway to get people here in Australia to work in agriculture. Where do you guys sit at this moment with the work visa situation? Yeah, look, there's no doubt, Ben, that this is a huge problem, and it has been for a long time. Um, this isn't something that's just kind of come out, come out of nowhere. Uh, farmers have been struggling to get workers uh, for a long time, and obviously it's been made more difficult through COVID with backpackers not here and a lot of other overseas labour not being available like it has been. I think this is probably the top issue, I would say, that farmers, individual farmers and farm groups have raised with me since I've taken on the role. Um, Labor didn't support the former government's proposal around ag visas, mainly because, well, two things really. We we thought it was a lot of talk without any action. And, you know, David Littleproud, I get on with him on a, on a personal level, but he made a lot of big claims about how the ag visa was going to deliver lots of ag workers, and it still hasn't delivered a single one. Yeah. So we sort of thought, you know, it was all talk and no action, and and didn't really solve the problem. And of course, we also had some issues around the way the ag visa was designed. And let's face it, there have been some pretty horrifying stories of exploitation of overseas workers on farms. That I'm not for a moment saying that that's the case everywhere. I think most farmers actually treat their workforce really well, but. Unfortunately, the the industry was getting a reputation, like it or not, around these issues, and we really need to tackle them so that the industry can be proud, and you know people want to come here from everywhere around the world and and see that most farmers do treat their people well. So we, in the end, as I say, they were the sort of reasons we had issues with the ag visa, but we totally accept. Um, that the farm sector needs more workers and we've put forward a couple of things to do that. I mean, for starters, I think we should never give up on the idea that we get Australians working in in, far, in farm industries. No doubt. I know that's never going to be enough, um, but that obviously should be our first priority. Um, and then what, what we've put forward is actually expanding and strengthening the Pacific Labor Scheme, um, which you know many farmers I've spoken to and met with um, have really made good use of. Um, I've met Pacific uh, Island labourers everywhere from mango farms in the Northern Territory through to the horticulture farms in Queensland, and people speak very highly of it. So we want to expand that, and that's one of the reasons for doing that, as I say, is we think it's a real solution. Yep. Yeah, There are over 50,000 Pacific Island workers who've been vetted and cleared to come and work here now. Um, so that's real if we can start getting them into the country compared to what David Littleproud and others were talking about, which just never delivered a single worker. Um, but beyond that, I've already said to um, the NFF and other farm groups that I've met with already that, you know, if people have got other options um, to to deal with the workforce shortages that we've got, I'm obviously happy to listen to them. Um, And, you know, I'm not certain that 
uh, bringing in Pacific Island labour is going to be enough on its own. I think it's a very good start. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to sit down with farmers, with unions, with rural communities, whoever's got a view about these things, because it is a problem that we've got to tackle. Minister for Agriculture, Murray Watt, joins us this morning. We're going to take a break, come back. Uh, the live export sheep industry is under the headlights. I want to talk to you, Senator, about that.